Stephen, as our guest, I need you to go first in the opening half of our compliment sandwich. So I need you to say one nice thing about the movie Mamma Mia. It was just so refreshing to see Christine Baranski cast as a day drunk cougar. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, Skippy. Which part of that was the most refreshing, the day drunk or the cougar part? Oh, both the whole... The whole <laughs> <gestalt> of it. <laughs> I just you never you never see her play that that sassy <laughs> sassy wine infused. <laughs> She's really stretching on that. She this is uh, we are talking about the taller of the two friends. Mm-hmm. Okay, what is yeah, it? Tanya. Um, I believe her name is Tanya. Uh-huh. Please. <laughs> I liked Please. the I liked the smaller rounder one who was the like who was still a cougar but like vicious. Like she spent a lot yeah, of time rosy. trying to capture the physicist from Goodwill Hunting, like a malnourished. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one. It's yeah. all survival at that point. Yeah, uh, Tanya, why don't you go next? What's your major compliment? I'm just going to be a hop on to that that Christine Bransky comment and just say I've never met a Tanya that I liked as much as I like this Tanya. Why Aww. do you like her? I just want to wear like a coat. Like she's just what? She's wait, got wait, so wait. much. Back it up. <laughs> That part sounds like less of a compliment and more like Science of the Lambs. Well, no, I don't mean like, I don't, I don't need to like modify her. No, I just. Like she's the right size for you already? No, no. You want to wear her like an uh, To be clear, I've never tried on Christine Baranski. No, I just mean that like, I just, I just loved everything that she did and everything that she gave. And I just, I wanted all of it just infused into my being. Is that Have we ever, has has she ever been uh, not likable? I feel like I just had, like when she showed up, I was like, I just have positive feelings about you. I don't know why, but you, I just liked you everywhere. No, I, I like her everywhere. I mean, I just was, and and then I was just delighted that she was here with, with a name I also have doing this so <laughs> i really did, did, does your yeah, major compliment gonna... involve a chris i would like to i would like it if that was the case oh there weren't any chris's in this movie no boohoo no one else has your but name you know what yeah yeah nobody else is chris smith uh i'm gonna i'm gonna say that you know what one of the people i'm gonna compliment was probably named chris and that is there was part of this movie that make, made me smile so much even when i watched it a second time uh, and that was when 20 men came stomping out on a dock in swim fins, <laughs> marching, because you can't really walk, you know, you're just going to have to stomp run. And I bet one of them was named Chris, but when you get 20, 20 guys in teeny tiny swimsuits in, uh, in scuba masks and swim fins doing a dance, it doing was box perfect. steps. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was great. Yeah, it was a, I, yeah. I don't know if great is the word I would use for it. but it Most of thing. them were also willing to show their masculinity by showing a bit of upper leg, which I enjoy. <laughs> There's a lot of upper leg. Uh, that is um, the most masculine area on a man. Yeah, look at Magnum P.I. Look That's at Ken. You. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, I got nothing for that. Uh, I will transition to my compliment, which is that the Greek Isles are incredibly beautiful. And they are. It looks like they shot maybe eight minutes of it there, and then the rest is just green screened behind them. But I really, even as a green screen backdrop, I love it. I wish like the weatherman was always in front of the Greek Isles. I every car accident scene in Fast and Furious is in front of the Greek Isles. It's a great backdrop. <laughs> it's a beautiful yeah. thing to green screen. It's sun kissed, is what it is. Magnificent. I I don't want to sound braggy, but I did. I have spent a little time in Greek Isles, and one of the things I got to do there was. Uh, dive into the sea off a pirate ship and it was really awesome did you jump in feet first like amanda Seyfried? uh i did not do that good uh, for you i jumped like in man i jumped in uh dive first like when she when the girl was trying to get her dads to not leave oh yeah mm-hmm. that's you, mean you you dove in is that what you mean by dive first head first yeah yeah <laughs> I guess yeah. hands first and then head next. and then You dove in is what you're saying. Yeah, it's like, people know how to picture people when you say you, do, you dove. So, so picture a person who is inverted going hands first, elbows next, upper arms third. Or, wait, wait, wait. Are, are there naming, hands at their wait, sides? How is this working? What is, what is sixth? <laughs> uh, Alex? Sixth is the manliest part of me, the upper leg. Oh, oh okay. okay. Well, then what happens after that? <laughs> it's all downhill from there. Was it oh. a ship of pirates or was, like a pirate style ship? It was a pirate style ship. There were no oh, pirates, um, oh, nor oh. was it a pirated ship. Um, was it Was it like medieval times where you got to eat with your hands and root for horses to kill each other? <laughs> I don't... <laughs> 
think that's what you're supposed to do there. Uh, I don't want to encourage that in horses. They're already so naturally inclined. (laughs) Pirates famous for making horses fight to the death. Just out on the open seas because they've got nowhere to run to. (laughs) I'm going to make you trot the plank. Good morning, Meetsies. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a good podcast about uh, mostly bad books and movies and television. A lot of stuff that's not aimed at us. Uh, this week, well, each week we pick a topic. Uh, usually it's picked by one of our genu- generous sponsors. We start and end every show with a compliment. It's called The Compliment Sandwich. I'm your host, Alex Falcone. You can follow me on Twitter, Alex underscore Falcone. And joining me as always in Brooklyn, New York, he's at C. Walter Smith. It's Mr. Chris Smith. Well, Alex, what do you suggest we do with three men? Well, that takes me back. <laughs> Oof. I was going to say juggle. Is that not what you're saying? Uh, yeah, you could juggle them. Two is more like just tossing, but three is actually juggling. Yeah, but really, it's once you get to four or five, then you're showing that you got skills beyond the rudimentary man tossing. <laughs> also joining us in Brooklyn, she's at the Tanya Best on Twitter. It's Tanya Davis. I'm here to eat Meryl Streep with a spoon. Ah. <laughs> is that allowed? All right. You can't. Wear one of them as a coat, eat another one and with a spoon, and then eat the other one with a spoon? creepy. You just try and stop me. <laughs> you can do those things, but you seem like... I've got creep. a lot of love to give. Uh, and also joining us today, we have a very special guest. Uh, he's at Wilbur with an E on Twitter, which looks kind of like Wilbur with Thane uh, on Twitter. In our pro studios is comedian Stephen Wilbur. All that friggin' yoga's made my feet bigger. <laughs> Yeah, that was a weird throwaway comment. Yeah, that's what a weird that comment. I don't know what that Your means. Your boots don't fit anymore because of yoga? That's like the opposite. I, well, no, I think there's actually there is a um, there was a trend piece about how your feet will settle into sort of a different deal if you don't wear heels very often, oh. or if you don't wear heels if you're used to it, and then you switch to flats, and how flats are actually making everyone's feet wider than maybe they were when they were in heels mode. So I mean, like, so. but but. Presumably back to normal, right? They don't make them... It's not like heels are well, the way our feet were meant to be. No, no, it's not like that at all. But it is just saying that like your bone structure, like your bones will... I think the term they like to use was splay uh, a little bit more. Uh, yeah, which I mean, just just, they're just laying out. It's just, yeah, it's just athleisure. The, the combination of sneaker culture and athleisure and uh, the Birkenstock have caused this this phenomenon. I don't know why she thought yoga would make her feet do that, though. That that still baffles me. Spends a lot of time barefoot. What I find really obnoxious is when uh, feet like to bone splay things to me. Oh, I don't no, need I that. Don't like From this. their foot privilege. <laughs> Check your foot privilege at the door. We have foot lockers set up for them. All right. Come on in. <laughs> you sound so mad about telling the feet to come in. <laughs> uh, you guys, so this is episode number 290 of the podcast. We have now done this many wow. episodes as the price in rubles per liter of poor gingerly oil. What? what well, is that? good. I always wondered. What kind of oil is that, Alex? Well, it's, first, you, I should point out that say. small farmers usually use an expensive... Palmyra jaggery for processing the pure gingerly seeds, whereas large-scale production units use a cheaply available sugarcane molasses, which is not as good. Quick we are question. reaching with those numbers. Are we in Dr. Seuss land? No, we are in <laughs> India. That is, uh, gingerly oil is what is an Indian sesame oil. It just doesn't sound real. I know. Is that bad? I know. It does. Am it I part bad. of the problem? I probably also, am. Episode 290 doesn't sound that real. No, I know. It sounds, it sounds bananas. Uh, which also, topic or today. Or gingerly. Totally bananas. Yes, totally gingerly topic today. Uh, speaking of things with lots of heat but not much taste, this week we're talking about Mamma Mia, the movie. So, <laughs> in case you're wondering why we're talking about Mamma Mia, the movie, as Stephen was very recently. Uh, <laughs> It's it's Mother's Day week. It's Mom Month. So this movie was chosen by my mom. This is uh, yeah. Also, if it's not Mother's Day yet, when you're listening to this, call your mom. Yeah, make sure you do. Order some flowers. Get her some chocolates. I don't think tell that her Mother's she Day really a is gift holiday, nice. So maybe just just something you know, just to think yeah, about. Yeah, just it's call a her. Holiday. <laughs> or we like chocolates or flowers. well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not like it's not like uh, you know, go buy her a wave runner or anything. Right, exactly. Like, it's definitely not a wave runner holiday. That is like Christmas, <laughs> unless mean, you just have spare wave runners. In guys. which case, please write us at podcasts <laughs> at readweave dot com. Well, don't re-gift a wave runner to your mom. That's gauche. <laughs> 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 
Uh, anyway, happy Wednesday, yeah. Mom. Uh, I I I'm gonna be a little mean to this movie you like, but I am. That's not a problem because Tanya loved it unconditionally. <laughs> if you want to trade in one of your children for a Tanya, um, I guess wait in line. Everybody likes Tanya more than me. That's kind of a running theme oh, on the that's show. That's stupid. Uh, that's not true. Uh, <laughs> but also, I just I just want to get it out there. You know, you don't have to. It doesn't have to be all about your mom. Just moms that you like, moms that you know. Oh, maybe some, maybe sometimes you don't have a mom to, to say Mother's Day stuff to, but you can find a mom out there. Call a mom. Wish her happy call Mother's Day. Call a mom. Or call just call a woman you think is great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really extending this, maybe even farther than it's supposed to go. Well, so I... Uh, happy Mother's Day, Mom. Um, so thank you for participating in this. My mom said she loves this movie. She loves the songs, especially. She loves the uh, ABBA. And uh, she's especially fond of Pierce Brosnan. And she didn't say it that way. She was like, everybody likes Pierce Brosnan. Um, but I think she meant it like I really like Pierce Brosnan. So like more than a friend. Like more than a friend, yeah. Does your mom mm. listen to this? Yep. Are you sure? Every time? Not every time. Sometimes. She only listens to oh. things she knows about. So she just told me the day that she just listened to our Star Wars episode one episode and she was like, I was surprised you hated it so much. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mom. Did she like it a lot? She thought it was fine. She I mean, she's like, What? No Mamma Mia. It was Oh, no. What? It was, yeah, it was no Mamma Mia, right. It, it, there was no Nothing Chris Brosnan. Huge James Bond fan, my mom. She just can't get enough of that guy. How does yeah. she feel about Craig? Maybe we should have her on. <laughs> uh, I will ask her about Craig and I'll get back to you. We'll see. Um, I don't think she actually likes James Bond. I think she just likes... She likes... Was the Flight... Uh, Flight, was that a movie with Pierce Brosnan? Uh, what was the nope. movie about him as a pilot? Uh, oh. You know what I'm talking about? Flight is the one with Denzel. Denzel was an alcoholic. I mean, I think we all know Denzel is the Black Pierce Brosnan, so we're in we're in familiar territory here. I, Commonly known, she yeah, that's yeah, that's right. You're uh, damn straight. That's right. Let's pick right. every other culture, and you can tell me who their Pierce Brosnan is. Okay, okay. what is the, yeah? That could also be a show. Indian Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> oh, and don't say gingerly oil. Well, I would never because Pierce that's not Brosnan a dude. Of oils. But not the Pier- <laughs> obviously the Pierce Brosnan of oils. <laughs> anyway, so this is Mom Month. We're gonna do a couple of other mom themed shows coming up. Uh, if you want to force us to read, to read or watch anything of your choice, or as a gift to your mom, go to readdeskweep.com, Sign up on our mailing list. We're gonna have more episodes available for sponsorship very incredibly soon. So soon, as soon as I finish coding the system to make it happen, um, it'll be very soon. Um, Chris, why don't you summarize now in the style? Of Pierce Brosnan making kind of an ass of himself. Or, as Bridget suggested no. on Facebook, if it's possible, you should sing the synopsis in the style of ABBA. Okay. Or is it ABBA? Um, how about, how about I do both? Oh. I'll sing the synopsis in the style of Pierce Brosnan singing ABBA. Oh, man. I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> okay. Here we go. <laughs> Chris, are you ready to sing? So here's Pierce Brosnan sing summarizing Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia is about a mom. He's not a great singer. No, he's not, so I'll stop. It was not nearly as bad as any of what you just did. It's true, but it was still nowhere near. It was, okay. It was a, um, Randy Newman impression. Yeah, he was trying to do a little of that, like, sort of, like, conversational singing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, sort of I a think Rex. I'm your father, but I might not be your father. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was closer. Yeah, there was sort of a, like, a Randy Newman, Rex Harrison kind of talky, shouty, Except singy. instead of those lyrics, it was non-applicable ABBA lyrics. <laughs> yeah. Situation. yeah, it's weird. <laughs> That's a weird comparison, because both of those people are like, well, I do kind of like Randy Newman and... And Rex Harrison. And so Rex why Harrison. Was yeah, this with a capital T that rhymes with P. That stands for paternity. And that's what this is all about. <laughs> all right. You so Mamma Mia is about uh, uh, Meryl Streep is the mom. And, and Amanda Seyfried is the daughter. And, and they're uh, Donna and Sophie, respectively. And Donnie, Ma- Donna, Meryl Streep, runs a hotel on a, a small Greek island. It, it, basically paradise. Um, and they they live there, and um, and actually Sophie's getting married. Sophie's going to get married tomorrow to her fiance Sky, um, and <laughs> Sophie has a problem. 
Sophie has a problem. Well, why are you laughing, Alex? I just, in case you were wondering, is this marriage going to work out? His name is Scott. No. They're both 20, and his name is Scott. Yeah, and she, she's from a very small island. So the whole movie yeah. you're supposed to get, like, you're, like, the whole thing is rooting for this girl's <laughs> wedding when you know it will never work out because they're 20, and his name is Sky. And all his best yeah. friends spontaneously pop out of the water. <laughs> that yeah. was pretty awesome. That, that I love fun. that. He's he's friends with uh, all of the sea creatures from the Little Mermaid. Yeah, he's friends with people with impeccable timing and yeah. amazing swimming abilities. Yeah, or at least one person, and then everybody else is a herd animal. Oh, that's possible. And their yeah. idea of a bachelor party is wearing weird masks and climbing on the building. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna come back. Yeah, to that. a lot of people's idea of a bachelorette party is bedazzling somebody with paper penises. So I feel like you know. Is it, it that weird? Yeah, you don't need is it that weird so yeah, much. That's true. Like, you <laughs> could just yell weird. parkour and run around. You'd be fine. <laughs> yeah. So, right. so, so, so Sophie's getting married tomorrow, but she has a problem. She's never known who her father was. Um, mm-hmm. But she read her mom's diary while unpacking some things, and she learns that based on the timing, it was one of three people her mom slept with one summer in uh, 20 years ago. Uh, it could be Sam, who's Pierce Brosnan, who's in publishing. could be Bill, who's kind of adventurous. That's Stellan Skarsgård. Um, and then there's Harry, the banker, played by Colin Firth. And, uh, you know, Meryl's two longtime friends, Tanya and Sophie, are there, and they come for the wedding to get up to hijinks. And there's singing and dancing and confusion about who's the father and who's, who's giving people away. And, and there's love, and there's a lot of ABBA music. Uh, and, and there's a wedding. But just like we were talking about uh, last week with Murder, She Wrote, it's not the one you might have thought at the beginning. <laughs> because... Sophie's fiance Sky loves her a lot, but doesn't want to get married because they're twenty and his name is Sky. So they go off to see the world together. But Pierce Brosnan, who's never really gotten over Meryl, asks to marry her, and she says yes because they've already bought the catering, and uh, everybody's happy. And there's a bunch of singing and dancing. Yes, yeah, surprisingly, and stay for the credits because the credit that. dancing is awesome. Surprisingly, few people at that wedding were disappointed that it was different people getting married, specifically yeah. people who had not seen each other in twenty years. Well, kind of bad sure. I don't. I don't think at that point. You know, it's. I think it's a little gauche to be like. Eh, I have some concerns, guys. You know, the ABBA music's playing, the wine's flowing, it's grease. You know, it's just grease. Everyone's wearing gauzy yet somehow perfect dresses. I don't know. I, I couldn't be mad. Yeah, so it's. I couldn't uh, be mad for this entire movie, you guys. It's a jukebox musical. They took ABBA and then they wrote a story around some songs that might loosely hang together if you squint. Yeah, and that's that's the movie. Yeah, squint your ears. Squint your ears. <laughs> yeah, if you squint those ears, yeah. it's the classic move that you need to do to watch this. Love some Vaseline on your ears. Well, man. that's actually. Go ahead, Tanya. Oh no, I was just gonna say I just I didn't I didn't mind sort of just giving it a little that hint of poetic license that like yeah every song is telling a story about a time that may or may not have happened in this film, but that's okay, right? Right? Well, no. Isn't ABBA? What's the what's the makeup of ABBA at the time of this? Uh, there's two guys and two girls. Right. What do you mean at the time of this? No, at the time. Are you time, just like as I a mean, band or? Yeah. What were? The, yeah. When they made the songs originally, because it's like only one of the guys who re- wrote this musical, I think. No. Well, yeah, but uh, the two guys wrote all the songs. Oh, okay. They were the songwriters. I have not paid that much attention. I'm not super familiar with ABBA. Um, like for example, is it ABBA as in Abba Zabba or ABBA as in Abba Zabba? I always say ABBA because I'm an American. <laughs> I say ABBA, but I could be saying ABBA if that feels more all right. Well, appropriate. that and the more important questions may come up because now it's time to play our game, King of Bullshit Mountain. So, whoa, oh boy, here's how this. Which, uh, by the way, I'm already sort of ruining Mother's Day because my mom probably doesn't like hear me say that word. But uh, sorry, mom, King? it's the name of the game. King of King of silly yes. face mountain. She doesn't like me saying king. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but we don't like to talk about mountains in my family. <laughs> we raised this household to be a republic, young man. <laughs> so uh, so in, the, in this game, King of Silly Face Mountain, uh, the way this works is uh, one, one person, it'll probably start out as being Tanya because she's our reigning king of Silly Face Mountain champion. And she will be in charge. She'll be, she'll be the king of the mountain. We'll each ask her questions. And if she can't answer them quickly enough or even a little bit believable, then, uh, or if somebody else answers it better, it'll be a steal. And then that person becomes the new king of the mountain. So, mm. Tanya, 
Let yeah. me ask you a serious question, um, actually, okay. to start. Okay. Um, once you have a baby, can't you do math backwards and narrow it down to, like, at least a weekend? Why is it the whole summer that is up, like, paternity is up for this whole summer? Well, it's not. I, I felt like the um, the window that she's talking about with with these particular dudes is actually um, shorter than the whole summer. Like she's saying, you know, I had this beautiful day with this guy and then this guy came to town. But she's not. Does she name like distinct different summer months? I think she's pretty. It like it's tighter than that. Month. It was like I think it's ju- all it was within like the a month. End of July and then early August because oh. she does do the. Dance yeah. With the and dot, also dot, dot, from. Oh, she did. I just exactly blurred together to me. Yeah, and then on top of that, all babies do not cook for exactly the same amount of time. So even though your baby is born on a day, it doesn't mean that you can then count back from that day exactly oh, and say, they, well... I doctors like to do this no. cute thing where they were like, you were born on, you know, uh, the during the blackout, or, you know, you were during the... Yeah, they can game. trace it back to a rough, like, patch of time, but again, like, and your parents, if they, you know, if they were kind of keeping tabs, might be able to say, like, that's probably that one, blah, blah, blah. but, like, they're, you're not, it's not based on, like, well, it, every baby was yeah. inside a human for this many days, so if you just count back that many days, then you know. And if you're Meryl Streep, you can get it, and you might just be getting <laughs> you it. You can, and you should, and you did, and you were and I'm proud, and I salute you, <laughs> And so you, Meryl. if you had, like, a good couple of days as Meryl, All you right. know, that could also, be... This was a woman. I don't know. Some other way you're saying this makes it sound so despicable. Yeah, <laughs> Again, couple of days as narrow. What were you saying, Stephen? This was a woman who got pregnant, and then her mom said, "Well, if you're going to keep that baby, never come back." So she's like stranded on this island, and they probably don't have the best of doctors. That's like, <laughs> true. Like, like the, nurse, <laughs> the nurse is a chicken. <laughs> oh, okay, that's funny, Stephen. That's a steal. That I think you steal, should take Stephen. it. Yeah, yeah, do it, do it. Uh, okay, so ahead, speaking of sexy things, I'll, I'll say this: uh, there's a point at which uh, Tanya, uh, Tanya, this Tanya's namesake. Uh, <laughs> That's right. I was named after the Tanya in Mamma Mia, yeah. a film released significantly after my birth. That's right. Your mom just so, named you placeholder, uh, and then she or, did. Uh, she was like a T- TBD. She, yeah, it was it was TBD brackets Christine Baranski. <laughs> they were just she was just waiting for Christine Baranski to play a character powerful enough to earn being my namesake. Yeah, glad yeah. she found but, one. So Tanya's on this Greek island, and there's this hot bartender who's into her. How come she doesn't think about getting her groove back? Mm. Yeah, come on, Stella. And instead, she sings a song about how this guy is too young for her when she probably hooked up with him the night before. What's up? Mm. Well, she clearly regrets that. Uh, but she, why? Um, because she's this ain't her first uh, uh, panty rodeo, as it were. <laughs> um, why? Did, why? Why feminize it? <laughs> oh no, I think they're both wearing panties. <laughs> Good save, good save, continue. (laughs) Um, She was uh, out of her third marriage, and uh, she's kind of into more of a gold digger than. uh, Oh. And so she wasn't. She said he was too young, but really she meant he was too poor. Yeah. Interesting. (laughs) Oh, nice. That does make sense. Uh, Can I ask a question about the ages in this movie? Because her daughter is 20, Mm -hmm. but. She had it during the time of ABBA, which was like 70s, right? Mm-hmm. So like 40 years ago. And then she is like in her late 60s. So Not late. No, no, no. Mid no, no. 60s? When was Meryl Streep? Why, well, okay. why are we... <laughs> it just feels like Wait. physically it would be hard for her to have a 20-year-old uh, 40 years ago. This play, the the musical, was written in 1999, and they they make mentions oh. to like trying out this whole internet thing. But oh, I thought that was just because she was super old because she was in her late 60s. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, but also, she's currently 65. All right, okay. yeah, Come on. please, right. please, right. you've that seen is, her face. Right, she's weeks away from late 60s. I was I was off by a couple weeks. But the being the the time of ABBA thing has nothing to do with it because this they don't end the song and be like, wow, that was a great ABBA song that we all sing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't know why you're trying to, this it's not like ABBA is secretly playing this whole thing in the bushes. Like, this is a, ABBA is just ABBA scoring the emotions. Exist. Oh, that's super yeah. weird. Is it? 
<laughs> Ava wrote a musical where the only thing they change from reality is that Ava doesn't exist. That's kind of a weird decision. Really? In but the they whole did- movie, the only pop culture reference they drop is the bangles because uh, the little friend is wearing a bangle <laughs> shirt. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I feel like this is beyond... <laughs> I, and there's like some yeah there's some references to it to like being like you know like there were there were like the the free love generation is is like Donna's generation but other right. than that all right fine I'll it, let you have that one Stephen someone else have a question for him well Stephen I the first time I saw this movie I I came in with my daggers and I was ready to hate it mm-hmm. and I didn't make it five minutes. Huh? And then I just like I just loved everything about it. And then this time I was like, "All right, I'm not going to take any of your weird tricks, movie." And then I just loved it again. Why? What's wrong with me? Or what's right with this movie? <laughs> uh, Discuss. You really like Abba's music, and you mm. like being reminded of it you it takes you to a nostalgic time in your life where you would it doesn't would, though because i didn't know abba's bed. music until i like i mean i knew it as like cultural ether but not as like part of my childhood well, like i was thing a about Ab- michael jackson so stevie catchy. wonder they, child they were uh they're one of the most popular bands of the time and it's it resonates to this day they have a whole they had a whole uh cover band become a huge sensation like the, are you talking about the 18 oh, yeah, the 18 like they took abba's music and they brought it back and they got number one records from just doing abba just songs doing abba again. songs you're but, right so you know i i, that. I have that a just band and they they really pack it in this movie i they, actually i want to now steven that's a good point that's 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 a good point and all but <laughs> i think that perhaps the emotional core of this movie might not be the songs the charts of ABBA, but instead might be Meryl Streep crushing it on every single scene. Ooh, I have to disagree with you there, Chris. I will. Really? What? I Well, I will only, I want to pick just a little bit in that you said every single scene, and yeah. she played air guitar really badly on the dock. Oh, she played, but she played air guitar like a character, like that character would play air guitar. She, she knew guitar. how to play guitar. Colin Firth yes. bought her one. Right? Zing, Chris. Sometimes people own a I guitar just... just to paint it. No. <laughs> All right, that's, that's true. A, that's that's a deal, Chris. True. Good work. <laughs> uh, Chris, uh, why was this movie not just called Mari the Musical? L- Mari like Meryl? What do you mean? No, no, like Mari, like uh, you're not the father. Oh, sure. Oh, now, now I got you. Sorry. It just seems like uh, a long episode I of I think Maury. that's because uh, on a Greek island, Alex, they don't have electricity. And actually some of the – well, I mean, they don't have the free uh, you know, availability of electricity. It has to be generated by solar panels and wind. So they can't really do the Donahue-style roving mic because the battery just takes Wait, too long to charge. Alex, are you saying Mari when you mean like – Povich? Yeah. yeah, he's saying Maury Povich. You're saying Maury for Maury? Yeah, I've... he says that. I've. <laughs> Have you guys? Did, you've already talked about this, Stephen. You've tried to get him in line. He kept saying Maury, and I, I just, just let it go because I know I was awesome. like Maury. Like <laughs> I just, like... you know what? It's just the 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 sound over this uh, complicated electronic system made it sound mispronounced. But I'm sure I said it right. <laughs> <laughs> interesting yeah okay so i just don't i don't think that the greek islands in 1999 had a roving microphone audience technology oh that's a good point uh similar question chris this whole movie the driving force is somebody trying to find her father just so he can give her away um isn't the giving away tradition kind of creepy and old-fashioned can't we be done with that it is but you know what alex it's it's not creepy in what it represents and what it represents is consent. And consent is a very sexy thing. I think it represents... Ew, what? No, that's not what it represents. Yeah, what are you talking about? It represents about? fathers owning their daughters. And that, well, I Well, that's what it used and to represent. husbands getting... It's like, it's like the, t- the title is being passed over so that he can Plus, register his new wife at the DMV. If he doesn't give her away, then she has to walk in a big floofy dress and tippy shoes all alone. Well, but that's the power of the of the bait and switch, or the just switch and switch. I guess is that you know (laughs) she doesn't have to do that by herself. She does. She has this like 
person in her life that has meant a lot to her that is going to stand by her in this you like, her pivotal mom. moment in her adulthood. Yeah. So transition. why did it yeah. never occur to her that she liked her mom and that her mom technically, you know, ha- owned her the way? Well, you're wrong, Alex. Because two thirds of the way through the movie, she says, "My mom is walking me down the aisle." But it I, took. It's a journey. She's twenty years old. She has to figure these things she's out. She's a good guy named Sky. <laughs> she's <laughs> an idiot. <laughs> she doesn't have. She That's doesn't true. have the most sophisticated reflective capacity. Yeah, that is she true. takes her a little while. She's to agreed get. to marry British Taylor Lautner. <laughs> Who is young? It? Young Howard Stark. Yes, that's true. Oh, Young yeah, Howard Stark from the Avengers. Yeah, uh, uh, we would call, or Captain America. Sorry. Yeah, we would call him the young version of Britain's Pierce Brosnan. Mm. No, no. Nah. Just trying to play that game. It's not working. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't think he has the the longevity. I think we need to find out what old Coopy Coop is doing in like fifteen, thirty five years. As sure as shit isn't going to be Remington Steel. I'll tell you that. So, <laughs> actually, I want to go back to Stephen. You're not king of silly face mountain anymore but just really quick um you were saying with tanya that maybe the reason she loved this so much is that she loves abba so does that mean that if i did realized about five minutes into the movie that i wasn't enjoying myself then maybe i just don't care for abba probably but that's a hard sell because abba is one of the most infectious bands (laughs) around yeah it's one of the one of the saving graces of the whole movie is also one of its biggest uh detriments they never let up for air it's like abba song abba 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 song wow who's my dad abba song abba 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 song bullshit oh no meatberg is under attack again I've learned two things in the last 16 weeks. Number one, we're always under attack. And number two, Meatbot, no matter what's happening, you always start your sentences with, oh no. Oh no, I have become predictable. Oh no, I just did it again. It's okay, Meatbot. I still love you as much as an old-timey prospector can love a sentient robot. So a lot. I think you mean platonically? I guess. And now, another episode of Crisis in Meatburg, sponsored this week by our newest fabulous meat buddy, Andrea Speed. Join the crusade. Go to read-weep.com slash meatbuddies. Thank goodness you're here, Andrea Speed. Things are worse than ever before. Oh, uh, what happened? Go ahead, tell her. I, 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 well... Tell me, Meatbot. I tried to create a duplicate of my operating system that had the power to bring peace to all of Meatburg, but I pressed a wrong button. He's totally evil. And now Meatron is trying to destroy all of Meatburg. What are we going to do? There's only one thing to do. Meatvengers, assemble! Oh, wow. A whole superhero team. Great. I'm literally a god. Good to have you here, Meet Thor. It doesn't really seem fair that you're playing in this league, but I'm glad you're on our side. I'm not actually a robot. Underneath this metallic exterior, I'm Meet Bert Downey Jr. I knew it. Glad you're here, Iron Meat. And I'm a genius, but when I get mad, I turn into an invincible green monster. Wow, that's that's great, Meat Hulk. I've got superhuman strength and a magic unbreakable shield. Thank God you're here, Captain Amidica. And now, Andrea Speed and Old Timey Prospector, you two round out our team of heroes. So, what are our powers? We're just people. What? You're just people. There's no conceivable reason you're here. Yeah, you you don't turn into anything. You are... You're the opposite of invincible. We're both great with weapons, though. You're a trained assassin. Well, that's a relief. But we'll mostly be fighting invincible aliens and robots, so that's not super helpful. I'm literally a god. So did we just need more numbers on this team so we didn't forfeit? Nope. There are way too many of us to keep track of, so nobody needs you. Well, then what gives? Are we comic relief? No, that's Robert Meaty Jr. here. He's the only one in this whole group with any personality at all. I have a billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that guy. Oh, but surely we humanize all the rest of you. Kinda, I guess. But there are like a thousand other characters that could do that. I was thinking I'd have some witty line acknowledging how silly it is that I'm involved in this fight. Maybe that'll help. Uh, don't you dare. 
That kind of self-awareness is just a lazy way to avoid fixing the actual problem. That makes me really angry. I am sorry, Andrea Speed. Especially with that name, you should be cool. But you are just a people, and nobody needs people. I don't need any of you. I'm literally a god. Wait, I've got it. I'm here to be the love interest. Hulk? Smush? Uh, no, no, no. Oh, that is not a good do idea. Do not fuck the Hulk. Do you have what it takes to defeat Meatron? Then join the Meatvengers by going to read-weep.com slash meatbuddies. A small donation might just save the entire world. You know, the last thing this group needs is more Meatvengers. It should just be two people, Meat Thor and his useless but entertaining partner, Iron Meat. It would be exactly as successful. Let's all join the X-Meats. I'm literally a god. Meat buddies, 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 meat buddies. All right, uh, you guys, it's time to play the game of top five. Top five. Top five. So we asked everybody on Facebook and Twitter and our email list uh, what they wanted to make sure we talked about about Mamma Mia. And these are the top five responses. Number one. Pierce Brosnan singing. This was the, by far the most common thing that everyone wants to talk about. Uh, Eunice on Facebook said she saw it in theaters with a good crowd. It was really fun. And then Pierce Brosnan started singing. And it was like cold death floated over the audience and sucked all the air out of the room. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty egregious. As, like, a, as a person who loves this whole thing, it is hard. It's hard to take. I read on uh, IMDb Trivia that he signed on to this movie because he really enjoys Meryl Streep and wanted to work with her and didn't realize it was a singing role and by then had already committed to it. And he knows he's not a singer. Well, yeah, it'd be hard not to know. And that's a good reason. I would take pretty much any job to get close to Meryl, but not in a creepy way, like a Viking. You'd think, like... I would bring a spoon. (laughs) Weird, don't eat Meryl. I understand not having to, you know, audition when you're, like, a certain tier of star. (laughs) But you would think for a musical, they would, like, try to do some sort of screen test. That shouldn't be on you to tell them. Yeah, they should have also known he can't sing. No, no, I... What was their first day like? (laughs) Like, (laughs) Well... It was and like what cold I also, death floated I, over the set. <laughs> well, I mean, clearly they did all the, the, the singing in post. But, but still, even so, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, they were willing to crush Audrey Hepburn and have Marnie Nixon sing all of her part for My Fair Lady. Yeah. Like, why couldn't they just bring in, yeah. like, yeah. a voice person for yes. him? Like, why did they... We have like, well, you can't carry a tune in a bucket, sir, but just keep going. <laughs> why do we not? Yes, I... That part bewilders me. I wonder if that was like, even though he knew he can't sing, he was like, but I'll be damned if I sound, if I'll sound different than myself. I don't know. Well, because they would have had to have recorded the music ahead of time, like in a studio, and then they're lip syncing when they're filming it. Right. So like the whole set is having to listen to Pierce Brosnan sing. Well, just like, like, uh, is uh. he thinking he's really good like when he's like wow i've really got it do you think maybe he's just got because he's he's an attractive man he's just got that uh that shield of attractiveness around him where no one will ever tell him he can't he's not good at something like but clearly i mean i just i'm just waiting for someone to link us to like a piece that explains this like why this happened and how it does seem like there's got to be a reason someone knows the reason yeah yeah. Um, also on the Pierce Brosnan topic, Michael uh, wanted to know how hard is it to see him and not think of James Bond, uh, which I think, you know, I don't think he was the best James Bond, so it's easy for me. I think yeah, although it. he is the James Bond that I grew up with being yeah. the contemporary James Bond when I was a teenager. Yeah, but weren't those, like, not the best movies in the series? Goldeneye and Tomorrow Never Dies, I thought were pretty good. All right. What was the one where the they had all the chainsaws so hanging from the helicopter? It was pretty silly. No, that was a later one, and that one was terrible. Yeah. Uh, I think Sean Connery. I think he's the he's the James Bond forever. Oh, he is the James Bond. Yeah. I like Craig. I like I Craig too, but I one. think he, but he's second. He got there after Sean Connery had already nailed it. Yeah. Well, well then we're gonna have Drees. He's a different James Bond. Yes. Yeah. Well, what's yeah? Where everybody tried to be Sean Connery or like right. a variation of him. Since they're doing, they did the the gritty reboot. He gets to be his own James Bond in these movies, whereas yeah, that's else was a yeah, caricature totally of Sean Connery. Totally. Who who is yeah. uh, so? Who do you like better? I like 
I like a more Connery style. Yeah, me too. I think it's I just like the... a more fun. Yeah, like he has a lot more guy. fun, more smirking. You like a yeah. winking Bond? Yeah. None Look of you are... at the camera and wink. Like, what? I mean, God damn it. I mean, I, <laughs> I think probably all of us deep down, we're all George Lazenby people. I think that's really our big... Right? Nope. Nope. <laughs> how about... Not uh, even a Roger Moore man. No, how about Timothy Dalton? Are we all Timothy Dalton people? Ugh. I like Dalton. But yeah? Yeah. His mouth is too wide. Um, number two, <laughs> <laughs> you're just talking about like his facial morphology. Yeah, not a fan. Uh, also, uh, number two, uh, at, at Silkskinned on Twitter, just wants to talk about how fun it is that there are casual backup singers everywhere. Clearly, Tanya is in that same camp. Can we yeah. talk about the extras in this movie? Because they're all amazing. You mean? Uh, uh, so... You mean Chris and Ken? Yeah, Chris and Ken. Uh, there's also casually, ridiculously handsome donkey donkey <laughs> herder guy who's Casual, just around. Casually handsome donkey herder. That stereotype that we all yeah, have. where it's just he's just hanging out with a donkey, and it turns out he's ridiculously good looking. And I think Colin Firth hooks up with him at the end of the movie. Oh. It seems like that. Which yeah. I yeah. I just yeah no I loved one, everyone just getting in on it. One weird slow motion shot of them both shirtless hugging yeah. was in a, yeah. <laughs> And the, and the donkey is in the background, like one thumb up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, one donkey thumb, one thumb. You get it, bro. <laughs> uh, it's Rollo been three actually, years since Ibiza. Rollo yeah. on Facebook wanted uh, also wanted to, us to talk about how good Pierce Brosnan and Colin Firth would look together, and uh, I think that's a little pushy. I think you know. Oh, I don't think that's pushy. They look great together. They look- like when they're all like standing there looking down at Meryl. Super cute yeah. couple, but I feel like don't push that on him, you know? What do you, what, I'm not sure what do you mean by don't push that on him. You know, let Pierce Brosnan make his own choices. He wants to be with Meryl. I don't think we should try to push him on Colin. Oh, no. I just think this was just like a sort of a, a dream, dreamy, you know, slow afternoon, just wondering about stuff. I think Rollo. Kind, <laughs> kind of a thought. <laughs> oh, just a nice afternoon wondering about stuff. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You I don't do have know. those? Uh, number three, uh, Jazz on Facebook uh, first of all, point out that you've been listening to the soundtrack all week and was really excited that we're talking about the movie, but wants Boom. us to talk about the greatness of Julie Waters. Or w- Julie Walters. Yeah, she's awesome. That's Rosie. That's, That's the, uh, the, the shorter, yeah. slightly stouter aunt with the glasses. She was really fun. Although, yeah. although Jess says we should discuss how she's still Molly Weasley in every movie and that um, she's mostly just doing this while her kids are off at Hogwarts. Uh, That's Chris did refer to her as Molly Weasley during yeah, the so uh, work for you during Take a Chance. I her I could watch her do the like that first sort of like whisper squeaky like part of Take a Chance like fifteen times in a row and never be tired. Oh of yeah, it. she was really good. It's in that. so or just good in the part when her and Tanya are like standing on each other. Yes, like peeking under and over the bathroom partition to help Meryl get over the fact that she's sad. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty fun. Yeah, like just ladies mice. doing it for themselves. They were like Disney mice. They like, were like Cinderella's dr- uh, <laughs> yeah. dress assistants, all grown up. It's like after the magic is like worn off, and all of a sudden the mice become ants again or aunts, so, so that they're people. Uh, Tom on Facebook went up number four. What if they pulled a Freaky Wonderful. Friday, and the daughter had to fend off her mother's suitors slash possible dads? Uh. <laughs> oh wait! So they freaky Friday just wow. they'd understand each other better. And then mom would fall in love with Sky, and and then daughter would be like, "Get away from your Pierce Brosnan! You're too old." Yeah, I thought there might be some of that tension when she shows up in a swimsuit on the boat with the three of them. Oh, I I am also ruined for moments like that. I was like, "Oh, come on!" But refreshingly, she was just a young girl who swam over, and like they just hung out and had a good time and jumped off a cliff all holding hands and just had a great day. Well, they didn't have yeah. time yeah, to get into that because they had 15 ABBA songs to get through. <laughs> There's so many things that they didn't... They hadn't gotten to dancing Like, why are yet. they even... Like, they? I thought the letter was going to say, hey, come to this come to this wedding, you might be the father of it. But as, as it went on, like... It, it clearly wasn't that as they like figured out, oh, you think I'm your dad. That's why I thought they were going there in the first place. Because none of them <laughs> once they got there, they weren't like, Ooh, I gotta get I gotta get some one on one time with Meryl. None of them were trying to rekindle stuff. Well, maybe James. Well, she Bond was. Well, she like found them aggressively and like told them to bug off. So they didn't even have time to like talk about rekindling. Like they they were kinda dekindled before they could rekindle, <laughs> you know? 
I yeah, what a bad day for those guys. I don't know. You get this you get this invitation to a wedding and you go because you're rich, I guess. Otherwise why do you I mean I guess James Bond. Yeah, really wah, wah. I look like Pierce Brosnan. I have to go to an island in Greece to hang out with Meryl Streep. I have a yeah. really hard day. None of these guys were like dressing like they were uh, middle class. Well, except yeah, they for, were all rich. They yeah, were well, all... The, what about the hippie, the physicist on the boat? Mm, from, he was an author. I still feel like oh, right. Stellan was. Yeah, I still feel like he had. He was living a life of leisure, oh. just not a well dressed life of leisure. <laughs> I yeah, I I really like Skarsgård. He's my favorite. I, you know what I as like I think it's just because he seems so smart. I would I would take him over Pierce Brosnan. You take him in a pile with Pierce Brosnan on the on the bottom. Is that what you said? <laughs> That's what he <laughs> said. Yes, that was, is what he said. I would be in a pile with yeah. the three of us. <laughs> I don't, you know, Colony Firth doesn't even enter into the pile for me. It's just between Pierce and Scarsgard. Hmm. Scar- Interesting. Scarsgard. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I guess I don't think of Colin Firth as being in like the the Pierce Brosnan era because yeah. I feel like I I came to to know about Colin Firth like more in my teenage years, whereas yeah. Pierce Brosnan has just like always been there. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is a weird thing I'm describing. Yeah, yeah he was like he was he was <laughs> uh, poofy haired like uh, Remington Steele. Yeah, in the eighties, and, and then like and for me, like in the era when my family had HBO for a while, there like we I would watch him in Volcano like once a week. Oh sure, or whatever that Dante's movie. Peak. Dante's Peak. Thank you. Dante's, Dante's Peak. Dante's Peak. Dante's Peak. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I feel like that was just for the that's just for the true fans. That yeah, that's for that's a that's a deep cut yeah. for those who know. Um, but yeah, no, I, I guess I just I feel like Colin Firth feels like somebody that I would have aspired to to make out with, and Pierce Brosnan feels like he's outside of that class, and yet wouldn't be bummed, you know. I and and for me, Colin Firth is just so out of like I just he's not even in the ballpark, you know. It's just. I'm making a Dante's Peak with Pierce Brosnan and then Skarsgård. We're just in one. Did you see Kingsman? I have not seen Kingsman yet. <laughs> you'll, you'll you'll turn a fancy to Firth. Really? <laughs> see Kingsman. I mean, or oh, I mean, wow. for, yeah, and also like everyone, please come to Twitter to talk with me about this. But as soon as you see Colin Firth, like say through gritted teeth, oh, I shall conquer this. <laughs> like it's all over. All it's right. all over. All right. Wow. Uh, come find me. And hope you like chili. And number five. <laughs> yeah. I hope you do, Firth. Uh, all right, number five, Dave on Facebook. Uh, the origin of Mamma Mia is simply two members of ABBA taking a bunch of their music and somehow crafting a story around it. Green Day had the same thing with their album American Idiot. My question is, what band would you like to take their music for as a basis of your own musical turned into a movie? <gasps> Shit, this is such a good question. Also, sorry, Alex's mom. Yeah. Uh, really you cool know, one of the... Go ahead, Stephen. Like a like a Jethro Tull like hmm. fantasy epic or something. Yeah, I can see that. Or just sure. do a Lord of the Rings Led Zeppelin jukebox musical or something. I my first thought is I just want to see uh, Britney Spears because I want to see all of the generations of her like stapled onto another character. Well, it'd be the story of a girl named Lucky. Who, yeah, is. who was a star? <laughs> was a star. Yeah. <laughs> She's not a girl, but not yet a woman. Right. Wait, what if it was just that song, but like somehow stretched into a musical? <laughs> it's just called like Madness the Musical. <laughs> I'd be or that. glitter. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking. So, I mean, I was listening to uh, to pause the tape, uh, an old episode of that, which is put on by Bonnie and Maude, mm-hmm. and um, somebody was talking about the the potential for a Weezer musical, mm-hmm. where somebody would the main character would be named Jonas, and he'd be in a band, and then the band would break up, and there'd be a girl waiting just off stage it. during his show. In Japan, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, he'd Japanese go. He'd girl. go to Japan, right. and then she'd write him a letter, and that would be inappropriate. Then, yeah. There's just Let's a lot of oh, oh, yeah. That oh gosh, it's hard though because that stuff is just like part of my heartstrings in a yeah, way. Yeah, turns out that's where he wants to be. Oh, oh. What? <laughs> no, what? I, no, the Beverly me. Hills thing. I was responding. Oh, to sorry. Stephen. I yeah. thought you were talking about being part of my heartstrings. Yeah, I, I thought like, he was like. He, all I, I don't think is- he gives a what about my heartstrings, frankly. But um, no, I think it's it's between uh, for me. It's between Paul Simon's Graceland, which would make very little sense, but I'd be so in. Yeah. And um, and then It'd to, especially to name hard, a, everyone annoying. Would be to call him Al, and that's just not his name. Well, sure. 
<laughs> one of many problems. There would be the whole the whole the driving force of that musical would just be like, my name's not Al. God damn it! It'd be very <laughs> difficult. Well, let's go to Graceland. <laughs> We're going to Graceland. <laughs> I guess you, you guys haven't done as much close listening to the album as I have. <laughs> Definitely not. This is like... Um, this oh, but part, wait. I'm dangerously uninformed about music, so I'm just like w- trying so hard to keep up with you guys. Like, yeah, I've Here heard we one, go. I've heard one moment of that person. <laughs> Alex is just white-knuckling it through this. <laughs> this is yeah. Just, <laughs> such a scary one. And I had this then, question oh. and still didn't think of a better answer. Yeah, there are probably multiple Sufjan Stevens musicals that are written and waiting to be and published. choreographed and ready to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, the, the, for, but then one more annoying hipster thing that I would, I would be into is, um, is a Father John Misty musical. I'd be uh-huh. pretty into that. Yeah, although... We're going to crash. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to crash? I don't know who this is. With this white knuckle ride, it's getting worse. Alex is flying the plane upside down at this point. <laughs> Like Pierce Brosnan in Flight. Right? Yeah. And then, yeah. And great thing about being upside down. That means like Pierce Denzel Brosnan in top. Con Air. Yeah. Oh, or a D'Angelo musical. Sorry. Okay, we can stop this now. Yeah. This, was, uh, this has been Tanya Knows More about, Than You About Music moment, brought to you by Real No, Weep. hardly. I just, it's just the high notes. <laughs> what? And the low notes and all the notes just in between. The fact that you production. even know, yeah, that there are notes, that's a good sign. Uh, this was actually, so. Uh, that's our list for top five, you guys. That's top five. Top five. We had so many great suggestions this week, and we didn't get to all of them. And so it really was like a top five. Sometimes it's just the total five. The five. <laughs> the five. Or sometimes well, it's like it- four and a half, because we let Ezra do the last one. But this one, was people were so <laughs> excited to talk about this movie. So I hope I hope this all lived up to it. And you can t- take the conversation back online uh, at facebook.com slash read and weep, or on Twitter at read underscore weep. And you could also always tweet about how you agree with Tanya about music at the Tanya best. Well, that's not all you can tweet about with me. You can tweet with, tweet with me about whatever. I know. Just I get know. out there. Just oh, let's be friends. I'm interested. Jukebox uh, musical. Interesting. About him going yeah. to college and drop it out. Right. And then, I like, mean, yeah, that seems, I don't know what happens when you get to Jesus. I yeah, there's a huge just, jump well, somewhere yeah. in there. <laughs> It would definitely parallel to <laughs> be a jump, <laughs> and he has some anxieties between, about the future. Yeah, between Act I think, 1 and yeah. Act 2, where he leaves college, between the part where he leaves college and the part where he's, like, eating his cereal with diamond milk, there's a big jump that's going to be hard to follow, I think. I think there's a part where maybe he comes out and, like, strikes the, the existing set with, like, a broadsword and then performs... <laughs> Yeezus on like the destroyed set. I hope that he's dressed as like a Wagnerian Valkyrie. For yeah. That. Oh yeah. Yeah. And there are like backup dancers that are in, like Daft Punk masks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty. I'm pretty into developing this. Maybe if people, this is just if the people want to join concert me. Concert you're talking about. Well, yeah, maybe. That's right. yeah, that's maybe we true. should just go see him in concert. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. That's the solution. <laughs> Don, just stop making musicals there, and just go see some people live, please. If there was a Kanye concert and then at one point, like, someone knocks on an invisible door, hey, West, rent's due. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Wake up, Mr. West. Yeah. All right, you guys. Uh, now it's time for the second half of our compliment sandwich, uh, the minor compliment. We're going to go in reverse order, which means mm. I'm up first. And I'm going to do this so you guys don't steal it. But uh, my mom is great. My mom's really great, and we don't have a ton of crossover in terms of the movies that we like. There's not a huge center of that Venn diagram, or probably music sure. even. Uh, but she is super great, and it was really fun to like take something that she liked and watch it for the show. And I this has been really enjoyable for me. So, and thanks for listening to the show, Mom. Sorry I said bullshit earlier, and just now. <laughs> I'll try to say silly face more often. I also did say uh, somebody was going to F the Hulk in the ad, and I'm sorry for that one, too. Uh, but it's nice that you listen to it, and you're awesome. All right, uh, continuing backwards. Chris, that's you. Sure. Uh, so Meryl is amazing in this movie. Mm-hmm. But one of the things Everybody's I noticed... Everybody's actually Meryl Streep. Yeah, oh, man. Uh, but so there's this still that I put actually in the Weekly Weep uh, last week. Uh, of her jumping up and doing a splits in midair, which for a woman of 60 is pretty goddamn, gosh darn impressive. <laughs> Meryl is live. And yeah. she is live, and I just wanted to compliment her uh, hip flexibility uh, and her continuing to be in shape with age, and I think she she kicks ass. She's all over the place in this one. 
She's so fun. I totally like her. Uh, did you guys like Into the Woods? I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, also have not seen. Oh, interesting. I wasn't crazy about it. I think that there's parts of it that are really, really weird. But she's so great. She's great. So cool. she's the best part of it. I would watch her do most musicals mm. now. I would watch her as the music man. That would be fun. Oh, man. I bet she could do it, too. <laughs> she could. She'd pull it off. Uh, uh, awesome. Tanya. Oh, I mean, obviously, I have I have no chill when it comes to this movie. Um, no chill. <laughs> just none whatsoever. But uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll do I'll do a classic Tanya style compliment, which is that Amanda Seyfried really makes me believe in being sun kissed as being like a really mm. beautiful thing. Normally, I don't go for a super tan starlet. I always think it's a little weird that people are so tan all the time. Uh, but she really, she really nails it. Yeah, she grew up on a Greek island. She looks, but she looks like she grew up on a Greek island, yeah. as opposed to looking like she turned herself orange to look like she grew up on a Greek. Like she right. just like she looks exactly like the perfect like hyper innocent twenty year old daughter that you would raise yeah. on a Greek island who's just full of love and like has long perfect cascading hair, and you just want to hug her all the time. <laughs> uh, I I agree with you about that. Also, uh, I do like orange juice so anything sun-kissed is okay with me oh got that crowbar out again <laughs> <laughs> it's a little tiny crowbar that came on my on my little uh, keychain weapon that chris got me into size real nice just for the jokes <laughs> yeah hey if you like recommendations of stuff we actually like sign up for the weekly weep it's this newsletter we do and it's real fun and that's where chris uh recommended the shard by gerber anyway uh <laughs> my new pocket tool this is so dumb uh steven <laughs> you love it you love, I it. love it it's great i feel so embarrassed <laughs> talking about it uh steven um, <laughs> we've saved one compliment for you what is it I applaud the filmmakers in um, being able to uh, take a Broadway musical mm. and uh, give it that off-Broadway sound. <laughs> oh. Like, it's a challenge, and uh-huh. I, I applaud you- that for that. I did not like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, my, my, uh, allow me to read a text from this morning. Because <laughs> I want to, I want to make sure I, I get it exactly right. Um, uh, let's see. This is before I offered you a milkshake. Where is it? Uh, <laughs> this fucking movie, Alex. That's all I said. Is I this said, is this B M or A M? Is this in the in the comedy before show? Mama or after it's before Mama? milkshake? Or before milkshake. Uh, oh, before is, milkshake. After. I think like jukebox musicals and musicals just uh, like. When when they're taking existing music and trying to yeah. fit it yeah. into Tanya a story. loves it. She it's, doesn't understand why anyone rough. would ever dislike that. It's but. hard to make it so. But like of all of the ones I've seen, it this just is didn't. The worst. I don't that particular. <laughs> yeah, that particular aspect didn't bother me. I mean, I, I couldn't know. get it but out of my head. But in the same kept, way that you know, I just kept wondering why do all these Greek hippies know so much about this music from the seventies? Like across the universe. <laughs> I'm like, oh. oh, that's horrifying. I'm like, oh, no, that is a terrible movie. Dude. Oh, ha, ha, ha. I'm like, no, my that's, eyes the whole time. that's still enjoy it way more than this movie. No, really? what? Oh, across no, across so the universe bad. is a just a piece of garbage. I, just utter garbage. Uh, the wall, I guess. Uh, oh, <laughs> like, <those are> Tommy. <laughs> yeah, those Tommy. Are... I, I love musicals, uh, but this was just so hard for me. I don't know. It's so weird because you would follow Nicolas Cage to the ends of the earth, but you couldn't handle <laughs> this I, delightful romp. I do not find it delightful. I like Meryl. I liked the uh, the mice uh, sisters. Uh, did not care for anything else. I it was so hard, and I like Skarsgård. Like I like this cast. I just wish they could have done, sung any other person's opera. I don't know. I just didn't like it. Where did these best friends come from? They're both like longtime Scottish. best friends from yeah. their from college. Oh, oh, the or, best friends of the of the younger yeah. girl. Uh, yeah, well, she's met them in her travels with Sky. Have they? No, there were, no, no, I no. I didn't. They, they didn't travel yet. No, I thought these were. I thought they were girls that she made friends with when they like came to stay at the hotel. Maybe. Oh, they, oh. Were, they were. Customers. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, yeah, that's creepy. They were now. customers, and then they became friends. Yeah, yeah, that's not. A she's a child at a hotel. What are you implying? Trip to the hotel. Yeah. 
She was just she was just trying to get a good Yelp review. She doesn't even actually want to be friends. Yeah, that sounds like something that would be true of her character. <laughs> well, I feel like we we were kind of like bringing in for landing, but in this awkward moment where Steven uses minor compliment to finally admit that he hated it, and Tanya's not stoked about that. <laughs> no, I I I understand it's not for it's not for everyone. So, but if you like this movie, it'd be super cool if we could talk about that. I like else. the music Faba. I'm going to really? listen to ABBA tonight. Like, I'm going to. <laughs> oh, that's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, so if you want to talk to That Steven, sounded like a loaded threat. If you want... <laughs> <laughs> Don't you tempt my hand. I will. I will listen to ABBA. I'll listen to it on the way home. Listen to ABBA. Don't make me. I don't have headphones. I'll just play it from my phone <laughs> on the bus. Oh, you're the worst. Oh, God. <laughs> While in transit. <laughs> All right, you guys, that's it for our show. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you do want to talk to Steven about how good ABBA is, but this movie isn't great, at Wilbur with an E. Uh, anyway, that's it for our show. We'll be back again next week. Please join us again. Before we go really quick, thank you. Big shout out to Andrea Speed for uh, joining the Meat Buddies today. Uh, sorry you got into an Avengers parody. I was just kind of angry about the Avengers this week. But oh. thanks for... It didn't come across. What? I didn't. I didn't get anger. No, it's I just not thought anger. you were, you know, just you're just it, no, actually, playfully indignant. It was fun, but it was, yeah, it is. It just does not make sense. There are just too many goddamn like a, people in that movie. Like a kitten with a ball of yarn. Yeah, sure. But, but you know from the Adventures of Pizza Dog that Hawkeye has some redeeming qualities. I love that Hawkeye. It's, so that's actually that was the only anger I had is that this wasn't Matt Fraction's Hawkeye. Yeah. This was somebody else's Hawkeye. He was not a cool bachelor in New York. He had a family for some goddamn reason. It humanizes the team. It, he's already a human. That's his job. Uh, I guess. I don't know. I. Uh, why are there so many people? And why are some of them people? Thor is literally a god. He's not a god in the way that we like think of gods and worship gods. He's from another dimension, and he has superpowers. And, she, and he, he's way he's more indestructible and way stronger, but he's not invincible. He's not omnipotent. He's not... He's basically he's actually kind of dumb. Turns yeah. out he's basically invincible, as is the Hulk. And then Scarlett Johansson just drives a car. And why would she sleep with the Hulk? That is, you're a hundred percent gonna die. There is no chance of not dying in that case. Do you what? get angry every time you have sex? Is that no? Is but that, my heart rate is that goes part of up. your deal? Was <laughs> Alex? It's just my. Is that part of your races. deal? Your heart races. And you know that's not the same. What as if anger. she rolls over and like steps on his hair? It happens. No, a they lot brought of... that up. They, he said he couldn't. Bet yeah, her. sure. And the, and and Shamu was like, "Don't worry, I won't eat you." But, but then sometimes, sometimes he it's does. Not just about that. Like it's not. I don't think Shamu up. ever said that. By the way. <laughs> well, they always <laughs> think like, like, "Don't worry, guys." Well, that they always think they're like, "Oh, he's my whale. He's not going to crush me at the bottom of the pool." Well, and then he a, does. That's a fundamental misunderstanding of the nature nature of the relationship between whales and people. I think that that's is also not the, the same as like being Scarlet like, "Hey, yeah, 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 I totally won't." And then the movie is like adding two more Avengers. The last thing that we need <laughs> is more goddamn Avengers. Well, there's less Avengers now. Well, kind of. They, like, walked into the sunset, but it wasn't like, these aren't Avengers anymore. Well, that's what the... You needed to see them stripped of their Avengers status in, like, a lineup. (laughs) Part two of the... I gotta wait two more movies just to find out why we had to add more Avengers. You gotta wait five more movies. (laughs) Christ. Anyway, uh, if you want to read my uh, review of the Avengers, it's up on uh, Willamette Week at wweek.com. Anyway, uh, thanks, Andrea, for joining the team. Also, quick update, live show, May 16th. 1.30 p.m. Uh, the, our page will be will be up soon at readdistrict.com slash live, but tune in, watch us talk about uh, a movie about motherhood together, watch us review the movie, and hang out with us and chat with us and participate. We're going to have a live top five where people are going to hit us with questions. Top five live! It's going to be really fun. Live top five. Oh, I like that. Um, it's going to be awesome. Uh, May 16th, 1.30 p.m. Pacific, whatever time that is, wherever you are. Uh, don't be a chump. Be there. It's going to be awesome. Get up in our grills. Don't be a chump. Also, uh, we took a vote from the Meat Buddies on what movie we should watch, and uh, I don't—I can't promise this is what we're going to do yet. But we're Chris gonna... had a favorite. 
Uh, oh yeah! Oh, you saw what the one that that I favorited. The one that you favorited. Uh, I just can't remember what it was. Uh, uh, I know which one it is, but I don't want to say because I don't want to bring the pain for our meat buddies. Oh, you don't want to spoil it? Oh, I, I think don't know. you can. You you think that that's going to be the choice? I don't know if it's going to be the choice. Whether or not it's the choice, I just want to say that Chris's favorite vote so far was Alien Resurrection. Yeah, I. It's all about motherhood. It's kind in of space. about motherhood. <laughs> it's about motherhood. Uh, probably not what we were expecting <laughs> when we took that. Anyway, thanks, Meat Buddies, for voting. And if you want to be a Meat Buddy and get involved in those voting, options in the future, readersweek.com slash Meat Buddies. Even a dollar a month, huge help to us. Also, you can review us on iTunes. Lastly, thank you for being here at C. Walter Smith. Of course. And at the Tanya Best, talk to her about all kinds of things. Get at me. And uh, Yabba dabba do. <laughs> Yabba dabba don't I like miss to say abba dabba do. Oh, sure you do. Uh, that makes sense. And our special guest, at Wilbur with an E. Yeah. And, of course, it's also with an E. Yeah, that would be me. Wilbur, <laughs> W-I, Thane. That's how you spell it all. Anyway, uh, Stephen Wilbur. You can also search for Stephen Wilbur on Twitter. Hey, Stephen, thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. Uh, I call her a long time. <laughs> <laughs> totally not true. Uh, <laughs> Who's on your heart tonight? <laughs> That's a really sweet thing to say if you hadn't just told me an hour ago that you listened to part of one episode to prepare for this. I really like Caitlin Gill. So. <laughs> She's <laughs> rad. Everybody likes Caitlin Gill. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back again next week. Goodbye. Believe me, believe me. That's right.